Yo, 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 yo. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dog Pound Radio. I am your host, Paul Ryan. Welcome to our Super Bowl episode. Today is February 3rd, 2020, the day after the greatest day of the year. The Kansas City Chiefs shut it down yesterday with a 21-point fourth quarter to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Here with me today to discuss a great game, my boy, DJ Nelly two times. Brandon Haley is with us in the booth. How you doing, dude? Oh, what it do, what it do. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, how'd you like the game yesterday, bro? Man, it was, a, it was an excellent game, man. Honestly, it like, it lived up to the hype. Um, it really did. For me, it was like I really took those two weeks before the Super Bowl to just to divulge, man, to mm-hmm. break it down. I'm a I'm a football nerd, you know what I mean. Yeah. I love all that the statistics stuff. So I really, really took the time to to look at both teams. Mm-hmm. Really took the time to you know to analyze it before the game. So I honestly really enjoyed the game. Yeah, it was a tough was pick. A, I thought it was a tough day, but I thought it was a, a very entertaining game yeah. though for sure. Let's start with the losing side. What did you think about the Niners? They they had it. They were up 20 to 10 to start, uh, I think, midway through the third quarter. Did you think they blew it, or did you think that the Chiefs just are just that good? Uh, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that once the Patrick threw that interception, I felt that they should have stick with the run game. I yep. felt they, they went to the play action, started throwing the ball around, and they got a three and out, which allowed the Chiefs to get the ball back and yep. score that touchdown and go on that crazy drive. But mm-hmm. I think that the game just kind of got away from them at that point because mm-hmm. they thought that, all right, as soon as they threw that pick, like, all right, we, we sealed it, it's fourth quarter. But mm-hmm. one thing about football, man, is you can make mistakes in the game and still be in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I really felt that they should have stick with the run game. I, I think San Francisco's run game was just unstoppable. Yeah, even all if year. They, even if they get five yards, I still think it's just like you could just continuously – Get pick up first down. So, I think they so do you it. think that Kyle Shanahan, uh, uh, coach of the 49ers, do you think that he just kind of got like cold feet and started guessing him, second guessing himself? And- nah, I don't think so. I, I never would second guess Kyle Shanahan's play calling. I mean, I, I just felt like they, the Chiefs' defense. I got to give them credit. They stepped up. They did. You know, because they really did. The offensive, the offense, you know, fell behind. They threw an interception. The Chiefs' defense stepped up, and you yeah. Know, so I wouldn't put that on Shanahan necessarily. What do you think about the Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes? This kid is 24 years old. This yeah. is his second full season in the league. Mm-hmm. And uh, he overcame a lot this year. He had a uh, dislocated kneecap uh, midway through the season, missed a couple games, came back. Chiefs still weren't the same. Um, and then they slowly crept up. And before you know it, they had snuck in a uh, home, home field advantage. And then they beat the Texans, then they beat the Titans, and then they come in and uh, take the Super Bowl against the Niners. What do you think about Pat Mahomes leading this squad literally from from nothing, from zero? Well, I mean, I think it just shows uh, a testament to, to who he is, man, because he, he's he's a little he's different, man. Yeah. He's not like some of these new guys that come out here. You know, he's very he's determined, man. And just watching him play yesterday, I could see. How hard he played, man! Yeah. Like from the start, you know what I mean. With Just diving spirit, for first downs. I mean, he took a few yeah, hits, man. I mean, I feel like yep. in the regular season, he's probably not taking some of those hits, you know. No. And I feel like he got back up and I showed resilience, man. He showed a lot of characteristics that I like in, in a yeah. football player. And you know what? He never backed down. He never looked. Sca- he didn't even look nervous out no, there, he man. Didn't. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, man, if I had to go play a Super Bowl for two weeks to prepare. Yeah. 
That would have been the, the slowest two weeks of my life. I would have been nervous on that stage, I would have been nerve-wrecking. Playing against that defense, I would have been a little nervous, man. Oh, yeah. He just looked cool, calm, and collective, man. And he just went out there and, and made the plays necessary. I think yeah. that um, it wasn't anything we haven't seen from him. I mean, he just made the plays. He got yeah. out of the pocket. He was just, you know, doing what he needed to do to help oh, his yeah. team win. And, I, man, I just got to give my tip my cap to him and Andy Reid, all those guys, man. They, they deserve it. They really deserve it. Yeah, they did. I thought Pat Mahomes was just absolutely fearless. Uh, definitely the way he was running the ball, uh, especially on that first touchdown play, you know, when he was mm-hmm. kind of – you could see it like in the replay. His eyes were locked in on the defender, and he just right-hand fake, right-hand pitch mm-hmm. fake again. And he was like, are you going to take it? Are you going to take the bait? Are you going to take the bait? All right, he's not taking the bait. No, and, well, and, screw and, it. And I'm going for I, it. I tip my cap to Andy Reid, too. Some of those play calls, you yeah. know. Uh, were very creative, man. Yep. I think he was under center and like faked the handoff to the fullback, and then had a speed, an option as mm-hmm. well. Like it was some weird, funky looking play, but it, you know it ended up working. I just got to tip my cap to Andy. Oh Reed, yeah, man. a lot of misdirection, a lot of just looping it back. I, I saw, um, especially in the fourth quarter when they were when they were uh, throwing the ball a lot. He had a lot of options, you know. Like Kelsey was first, and then he had Watkins over the, like t- uh, ten yards out, and then he had of course Tyreek Hill deep, but. You know, when you have those three options and you can run the ball by yourself and you've got, you know, Damian Williams or, or any of these other running backs in the backfield that you can just pitch it to, like, they were a, what, five, six-headed monster? Yeah, but I will say this, though, is that San Francisco played the played them the right the way they wanted to. I mean, they kept everything in front in the first half. And I remember Terry Bradshaw, I think it was at halftime, was like, man, like, the Chiefs just need to open this thing up. They need to get big plays down the field. And That's the true. 49ers just kept keeping everything 10 yards, mm-hmm. at most 15 yards. I mean, Tyreek just kept getting these little, you know, catches. He wasn't getting – outside yeah they stuff. kept him yep they and that's what yep. was making me nervous because i kept seeing on the other side with san francisco just you know with debo samuel and like use check and all these guys i mean mm-hmm. they were just moving the ball mm-hmm. and i was like man like this this kid this yeah, could get out of hand game. quickly you know what i mean those and guys debo samuel and uh use check played first, a great game i feel like the first half was a totally different mm-hmm. game than it was in the second half and i, I really think yeah. that that was a big big that's why i really tip my cap to andy Reid, man mm-hmm. he's just a smart guy he knows how to to, to dial up those play calls that could just, mm-hmm. you know, allow for those, those those receivers to get those those catches. I really want to know, what did you think about Jimmy G in this game? Did you did you think he came up short? Did you do you think highly of him now? Do you think more of him, less of him? Like how do you what do you take away from Jimmy G after a Super Bowl lost? Well, I mean, here's the thing though, is that I don't want to put too much uh criticism on Jimmy because I felt like he did have a good game overall, but mm-hmm. there was times where I felt like, man, like you could, you got a counter punch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because on the other side, Mahomes is out here making like plays, saving his his team, yeah, making sure because you know when it goes to third down, like mm-hmm. as a quarterback, you have to tell yourself, listen, like we're not, we're converting, like we're not, we gotta, uh, yep, we're not going off the field. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I felt like um, towards the end of the game, it was like right before the last play, he had a. He had Emmanuel Sanders wide open right. almost. He had a, he had a step on the corner. Yeah. And the ball fluttered and it went out yep. of bounds. And at first, when it was in the air, I didn't see it. it was off the screen. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, are you kidding me? He's yeah. really about to drop this in right now. Mm-hmm. And it was just a it was just a, a bad throw. And you know, um, there's other few t- you know, he had a few picks, you know. Yep. Just bad balls, but he tried to throw it out of bounds, man. And so I can't really tell, you know, say Jimmy, you had a bad, you know, you played mm-hmm. terrible. He played good. 
he, the 49ers, everybody on the Niners played good. It was just a matter of, like, determination at the end. Like, yo, we got to keep the gas on. Yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? They kind of eased off the gas a little bit. That's you true. know what I'm saying? That's for true. That's definitely true. I I thought, uh, well, well, looking at his box score stats, Jimmy Garoppolo, 20 for 31, 219 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. It's easy for me to say Garoppolo had a bad game. I watched him play, and like you said, he took his foot off the gas. Pat Mahomes is the king of comebacks, right? Like he, like he said at the end of the game, he never lost confidence. He knew, you know, I could put up 31 points like that. You know, Jimmy G, however, was nervous. He was wincing when he when he was throwing. He was getting his balls batted in the air, and then he was really freaking out, like, okay, I can't even get it over the line. Um, and then that long ball towards the end of the game where it was, I think it was fourth down. And or it was third down, and he throws a long ball to Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, great ball, could have saved the game for them. Could have sent it to overtime. Could have put them in this game. Overthrew it, overthrew it. And these are the kinds of moments that define, you know, championship quarterbacks. Clearly, mm-hmm. and you know whether it be Tom Brady or Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers or even Russell Wilson, these you know, transcendent quarterbacks, they drop that ball in the basket. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's the ball right there. That's got to go right where it needs to be. I saw him throw high balls to Kel- – uh, not Kelsey, to uh, uh, Kittle. In my opinion, I thought the Chiefs exposed Jimmy G a little bit because we thought he was like this golden boy, Tom Brady spinoff that the Niners just, you know, hit the jackpot when they got him in that trade, right? And when we saw him play yesterday – I felt like he was relying on the run game. Like, okay, I can just hand the ball off, and that'll get us at least, you know, 40, 50 yards down the field. And then, you know, I can just punch it in because the play action works like bread and butter for the 49ers all year. Yeah, and and to add to that, too, it's just like Jimmy and Kyle, like, they run a lot of their pass plays as timing routes. So it's like, yeah. okay, the curl's going to be open, so it's just mm-hmm. one, two, three, throw. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so everything is kind of timing-based, whereas when you look at Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, everything is timing-based, but when things break down, mm-hmm. he's able to extend the pocket. I feel like Jimmy, you know, yeah. I know Jimmy can get out of the pocket. And I know it's like, oh, well, you know, he may not be a, a scrambler. It doesn't matter, though. You At the end of the day, you have to make a play. I feel like we're, trans, we're, we're transferring into the age where quarterbacks, in order to be effective now, in order to really earn those huge contracts, you have to be able to do two things, which is throw the ball and run the ball. When you have people like Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson and now Patrick Mahomes, who can do it, who are dual threat quarterbacks, when you have a quarterback who's beautiful with the arm and can't run the ball, you you are now, I feel like this age, you are now at a disadvantage because it's, it's almost easy to figure out. Even though there's a lot of... of uh, changes to the game as far as you know like flags and uh, pass interference defensive holding all this extra stuff in order to you know kind of favor the offense i still think that if the quarterback can't run you are at a disadvantage well i also think that uh, but and in, in a similar way though it's also you know you have to change your playing style like i look at drew Brees. like mm-hmm. i really don't see drew Brees running too much but no. he's got guys around him yeah. that like to have the ball in their hands and move around so oh, yeah. he he shifts his game where he's like, okay, like, I know I got Kamara in the backfield, so I'm just going to one, two, three. I don't see it. I'm going right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's getting the ball out quick. Like, yeah. 
And that's the same thing as the equivalent of like somebody being able, like Russell Wilson, being mm-hmm. able to, you know, dodge defenders and get mm-hmm. out of the pocket, you know. And you're going to see that more in the league is just guys being able to do that. You know, yeah. Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, just guys who are just, mm-hmm. you know, being able to to, to extend the, the game. And mm-hmm. it, it almost turned into backyard football in a way. Yeah, that's that's what I exactly what I think of when I when I see Drew Brees play. I think of flag football yeah. for sure. It's the ball's out quick and it's in these little pockets where only the receiver can get to. And it's like as long as he catches it, you know, the chains are moving. You know, it's too late. It doesn't matter if you tackle him. It doesn't matter if you you know you get to him. If right. there's three guys on him, two guys. If Drew Brees gets the ball out, it's a first down or seven yards at least. But mm-hmm. like we saw against the Vikings, you know, in the wild card game, Drew Brees got swallowed up. He got sacked all game long. He was getting hit. He was getting beat up because he just he looks small. Yeah. He looks small. The guy has no wheels. The guy can't just do that little spin out move that Pat Mahomes loves. You know, we were talking about. How Patrick Mahomes is a uh, he's an inbred baseball player, right? Like right. that's in his DNA first. And if you can throw the ball, a football like a baseball, you will have a tremendous advantage, you know, because you can kind of fit that thing in there. Like you fit the point of the ball in the glove of the receiver as if you would a fastball into your into uh, right. to your catcher. You feel me? Right. So I, I mean, I, I I strongly believe that you know the the future relies on the legs of the quarterback more than the arm. Even though the arm is very very uh, is always going to be important, obviously. Uh, you know, there's already rumors of, of the Saints thinking about moving to Taysom Hill. You know, yeah, which but, is which is bizarre, which is obviously <laughs> crazy. You know, you're crazy. Man. But that but can you believe that they're entertaining that just because yeah. the kid has an engine in his legs? You right. feel me? Right. <laughs> We talked about how, how good the San Francisco 49ers team was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I honestly tipped my cap to them. I think they yeah. played a, a good football game. Like, oh, yeah. I think the whole season they were just a dominant team, mm-hmm. dominant force, man. I, I haven't seen a defense that good in a long time, man. No. And, when, and the biggest difference between, like, when Aaron Rodgers played that same team versus when Patrick Mahomes just played him yesterday was mm-hmm. that Aaron Rodgers, you know, he, he gave up in the first quarter. Yeah, First he quarter, the, the, he gave up. Yep. And and that's what made me sick to my stomach. I'm like, dude, like, you're finally in the NFC Championship game. You finally mm-hmm. crossed that hump. You finally got a new coach. All this, mm-hmm. and this is the you're not playing with your hair on fire. No. Like I could not understand that. And then it's the same thing now with Mahomes is because now he's coming out here and he's playing as hard as I've seen him play in yeah. all season. He's playing ball. Hard. He's playing ball. You know what I mean? Taking hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like getting getting knocked down. Every time he got knocked down, you know, my it. breath kind of lost for a second. Oh, yeah. And then I see him running back to the hey, – running up. back to the huddle. I'm like, all right, all right we good. We good. Show like, we no good. signs of weakness. Didn't even wince. You know, like he's they, – they were talking about that. Uh, the trainers had to check on uh, Ward, the defensive uh, back for the Niners after that big hit uh, over in the first quarter. And, you know, Pat Mahomes, he's the one who took the hit, fumbled the ball, and he's just, you know, jogging off to the sideline like, all right, coach, what's the next play? Right, right. You feel me? And that's that's undying heart, and, and you you love to see it, you know? And that that's the same mentality that Brady has, the mm-hmm. same mentality that Wilson has, yep. that some of these other greats like Montana and all those mm-hmm. guys have, and that's why they have Super Bowl champions. Yep. That's why I wasn't surprised he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because, you know what? <laughs> that's the, If you have yeah. that mentality, you will – it will come with it. You it's know the saying? hunger in the stomach that, you know, I have not been fed yet. I still got to eat. And this man, you know, shout out Lamar Jackson, but Pat Mahomes was hungry. You know, was he's hungry, always dude. been hungry. 
What do you think about uh, Mr. Andy Reid? 220 games. That's what it took mm-hmm. to win his first Super Bowl. You know, we remember him on the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles with Donovan McNabb. Me, along with a lot of people, we were shocked to hear him get fired after the Eagles, you know, dumped him um, for Doug Peterson. Is this Andy Reid's defining moment, like, of his career? Just the, the undying durability of I'm going to wake up show up to work, do what I got to do, and it's like it's this year or it's next year, but we keep going, you know? Um, I, I think so. I mean, like, I just look at this Super Bowl run for the Chiefs. I mean, for them, it was pretty historic because mm-hmm. I didn't even know that uh, the Lamar Hunt trophy belongs to the Hunt family who owns the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So when they won the AFC Championship, it was already a big moment. And then yeah. now you add a Lombardi trophy to yep. that too. It's just – and then you put Andy Reid on top of that, a mm-hmm. guy who's – you know, already been a Hall of Famer, already mm-hmm. gonna, you know, was one of the greatest coaches of all time. But oh, now yeah. he has a Super Bowl to solidify that, and mm-hmm. you know, he played with some already. He played with some good quarterbacks, but you know, he played McNabb, Vic. Uh, I think he played with Foles for a little bit. He had Alex Smith Alex for a while. Alex Smith for yep. a while, and you know, he had those are good quarterbacks. But you know, he 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 had an opportunity to to coach a guy, a young guy like Patrick, man, who sat a year behind Alex Smith, who's mature. Mm-hmm. I mean, he felt like he, he needed to do this, man. He, he, like, he got he really it right. He needed to do this, man. So he got I'm, it right. I'm really happy for him, man. That's right. Big shout out to Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, out of LSU. That's where I remember him was from, oh, was yeah. when he was on uh, LSU, and we we saw him mm-hmm. uh, with that uh, little blonde mohawk going on. I loved his seven. energy, man. He was just always a dog, always getting after it, trying to get that ball to pop out. Uh, I thought. You know, they did a little uh, clip of him uh, during the game when he was just fired up and just ripping, you know, the other guys on the defense. Like, yo, we got to we, we gotta show up. Wake up. Right. You know, where are you right now? You know, mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew is a Super Bowl champion right now, and I could not be prouder. I thought he played an outstanding game. I saw relentless effort um, all over the game. All over the game. He was getting chippy. He was getting after. He was putting shoulders in people. Did not care. Threw his whole body out on the line. And was just trying to pop that ball out, get them tired, get them hurting, whatever it took. What do you think of Tyron Matthews' performance as a, as a defensive leader? You know? Honestly, I thought that not just – not only the Super Bowl did he play well. I thought the whole playoff run he played really, really well. Yeah, he man. did. Like, against the Titans, and man, he had – Oh, yeah. He balled out, man. Had some great tackles. Oh, yeah. Just huge hits, man. Like, I was watching highlights of him flying around the field, just being the honey badger that he normally is, man. Mm -hmm. And then just to see him do the same thing in the Super Bowl, man. Like, you know, a couple balls were caught on him, but, like, they were not easy. Like, you know, they were getting smacked. Emmanuel Sanders caught one, just got smacked on him. I'm like, whew. I was like, you know, that was a good catch. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, you know, whatever. It tips off to you, you know. But Tyre Matthew, man, like, he is. He's a dog. For yeah. Sure, man. yeah, we were we. Uh, if you remember that hit he laid on, uh, I think it was Davis in the Titans game, where he just smacked him right mm-hmm. in the sh- with that shoulder, and he just dropped him back. Well, like he just skipped it down five, the sideline. Yeah, just like, bro, like, put him down five six yards from where he caught the ball with just a ruthless hit. That was just like, okay, this guy wants the ring. You feel me? Yeah. Like, wow, what a great game. Now the NFL season's concluded, man. It's it's you know it was a great season. Super Bowl's over. Mm-hmm. I know it's early, but who do you who's your early early prediction for the Super Bowl next year? Early prediction. Early prediction. Next year's Super Bowl. Um. Wow. Um. 
you know, I want to say immediately, I, I really want to jump on the Ravens. You know, I thought yeah. Lamar just, you know, he's just, you know, he wasn't ready. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. he got so hyped up, so much hype. MVP, breaking the rushing single-season rushing record. You know, Michael Vick shouting him out all season long just to get let down in the game against the Titans. I want to go right back to the Ravens. You know, I think they are going to have another great year. I can't see them mm-hmm. losing another, more than four games next year. Um, and on top of that, the Patriots are falling apart. We don't know if Tom Brady's going to stay in New England. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the the AFC is becoming more and more exposed every year. It's younger right now. It's younger. The Colts aren't any good. Uh, The Texans definitely have a lot of work to do. You know what I'm saying? They barely made it this year. Buffalo's young. They're looking good, but they still, you know, they I don't I don't trust them. Um, I think they could be easily replaced um, if the Jaguars step up. If if any of these other AFC, I think the Steelers could step up if, ben, uh, if Big Ben comes back and, and puts it on Juju. Um, Who but, would be your team from the NFC? But, for, yeah, for the NFC, I am i don't know. I want to say, I, you know, I root for Rams. You know, I'm a Rams fan, baby. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I still think we got all the tools. We just got to we gotta hit the gas. You know what I'm saying? I saw Jalen Ramsey in a commercial. I thought that was dope. But, um, you know, I want to pick the Niners again. They got all the weapons. They literally have all the weapons. The Vikings looked good this year. Uh, the Packers looked great this year, like they do every year. But I, I want to say the Niners and the Chiefs coming back to the Super Bowl next year is highly likely. likely. Highly likely, for sure. Highly likely. But I got two teams, I Who think, you got? from the NFC. And you're kind of surprising, but I would say Dallas. No way. Dallas. No way. Dallas and New Orleans. And the Saints and the Saints. I think the Saints will really? finally understand. Will have they gotta put it together? Okay. Breeze got one more year left, probably. Okay. And he's gonna come out here. You know, Saints probably gonna win thirteen games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can represent the NFC, and I think also the AFC, probably Baltimore mm-hmm. or uh, Saints, probably Kansas City or something. Saints definitely have the weapons with Michael Thomas. He's a beast. He catches everything, yep. everything. And Drew Brees has still got a lot left in the tank, and I think that they got a great uh, defense with Cam Jordan. Uh, their running back Kamara is still a beast, but um, Dallas, I Dallas. feel like Dallas is a. I feel like Dallas is an imploding franchise. I feel like they imploding. are imploding. I, I honestly do, and I think it starts at the top. Well, what with about Gary Jones. new coach? You know, even with life, the new coach, Mike, you know uh, Mike McCarthy as a new coach. I think that'll be good for them. I do, but I'm gonna say something crazy. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are a little overrated. Do you, they, think they're, do you think they're better next year? No. I think you they're, don't think they're better. I think, okay, but better is, like, I mean, they were six and, what, they're eight, eight this and eight. year? They're eight and eight this year? So, better meaning they're going to have a winning I'm record next year? I'm talking about, like, year? do you think they make the playoffs? No, I don't. What? I don't. I you think don't they, think they win their division? I think the Eagles have a better season next year because they got everybody coming back. They got Deshaun Watson know. coming back. Uh, Zach Ertz going to have a great year next year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the year, the t- it's the – it's a tight ends league now. You know what I'm saying? They are the the third down machines right now. Is yeah. are the tight end, and Dallas. I feel like I love Dak, but I think he's overrated. He crumbles under pressure. I love uh, Zeke, but I think he's overrated. He can't juke anybody. He just tries to run through people. He's not big enough to run through people. You got Amari Cooper, overrated. But but, overrated. but can't you argue? But can't you argue that you know what Jason Garrett? I'm not gonna put it all on Jason Garrett, but okay. what. 
with Jason Garrett, you know what I mean? Things were a little stale. You know, things I, were a little I, but simplistic. Here's, here's but, what, but Ryan, look okay. how the Cowboys offense versus these two offenses we just saw. Uh-huh. This, these two offenses look like, you know, pro football. Cowboys look oh, like yeah. a, a junior college That's what team. I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you add new life to that? I mean, you never know. Okay, but here's what I'm going to say. Jason Garrett, sure, he might not be the best coach in the world. He might not be the most creative or the smartest or whatever, and he does take chances when he shouldn't. That's what I hate about him is he goes for it on fourth down. I, don't, I just don't – I think if he never went for it on fourth down, he wouldn't be under as much scrutiny because it's never cashed out for him. You feel me? Mm. But a lot of the Cowboys' problems, if you watch the games – they don't fall on the coast. They're not bad play calls. It's the it's the the, the catching. Amari Cooper dropping balls. Dak Prescott overthrowing receivers. Even Zeke. If you look at Zeke, he's not running hard. He's fumbling the ball. You got you got this defensive line with, with Demarcus Lawrence. They're not even hustling. They got these big wide open holes. I'm like, how you guys let the Eagles beat you guys down like that? You just let Carson Wentz walk. All the way up the field. All the yeah. way up the field and put it in. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's not on the coach. You can only come up with so many defensive schemes to stop an average or slightly above average quarterback. You feel me? Because yeah. I don't think Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is like uh, Kirk Cousins level. You know what I'm saying? I think he's, right he's, a, he's a good quarterback. Right but he's not great. Not not, you know what I'm saying? Not, not yet. You feel me? But Dak Prescott is a little bit worse than Carson Wentz. And I think he could be better. Dak Prescott has legs. Why doesn't he use them? You feel me? Carson Wentz runs more than Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. and he's and he's a smaller kid than him. Yeah. You know, I I love the Cowboys. I think they are. I root for Dak, especially Dak. I really want him to get paid. I want him to shut the haters up. I really root for Dak. But Cowboys are overrated tremendously, especially their defense. They've always been been lacking on defense. But since before these. These big linebackers came. Um, um, what's his name? I can't even think of their names. Um, but they, they Jalen Smith, Jalen Smith, and uh, Van Der Esch. That's Van right. Esch. Those those guys, they're big boys and they play hard, but they're overrated. They're not that good. I mean, they did. They miss some tackles. They dealt with some injuries. They did deal with some injuries. They dealt with a little bit injuries. But I think that they they have a chance. They have a chance though to be better. The way the Cowboys were were handling themselves the beginning of this season when they were talking about putting Tony Pollard in, they were talking about we don't need Zeke to win a Super Bowl. They were just puffing on their own cigar like they had already won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they just gassed themselves up so much. They had nothing to do but let everybody down. You feel me? This league humble. There's n- exactly this, this league, league will humble, humble the heck out of you. And these guys were out here beating their chest like they had done something. I'm exactly. like, "Wait a minute. Come on, Al. Like you won one playoff game. Like, come on." <laughs> Y'all have not done anything. They haven't done anything. They have not done anything. And they got the rug swept right underneath them by the Eagles. It was embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. But I wouldn't put them as a Super Bowl favorite. I think they got a lot of work to do, especially with the Redskins in the hunt. In the hunt. I would not be surprised if they take over the NFC. You know, they got a new coach. I think the Giants over the Redskins. You think Giants over the Redskins? Really? Danny Dimes, Saquon. Danny Dimes. Saquon's healthy this year. They got some young receivers. Okay. If they make the defense better, you know, they could be a sleeper team. That's what I'm scared of is their defense. Their defense got holes. Their defense got some big holes in it. But the Redskins are – they're ruthless. They got some dogs on the defensive side. 
And they got a veteran running back with uh, Adrian Peterson, which you know can be replaced. You feel me? He can, he can. They can get a running back in this league real yeah. easily, right? Yeah. And it's like if Dwayne Haskins they, can I be think something. They're going to get Chase Young in the draft. That would be sick. Would Wherever be Chase Young goes, I'm. That would be scary. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of that team, bro. <laughs> that boy is huge. That boy's a monster, man. But, and they got Ron Rivera, new head coach. So. Ron Rivera is gonna—he's gonna figure some stuff out for them because they—they look at their community. Their their community as a a team is a losing community. It's like you know, let's just get let's just get high draft picks. Yeah, draft picks. You feel me? And it's like, wh- why? Why are we getting all this talent if we're not gonna do anything with it? Ron Rivera comes and it's like, okay, you got this guy, this guy, this guy. Well, let's. I got I got something for you. Yeah, it's gonna you be feel me? Bro. It's gonna be different. Different. You know, Jay Gruden had to go. He had to go. He was over there eating yeah. donuts. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me, big dog. It's been a great day in the pound. Appreciate you for having me. Always, Anytime, brother. Man. Always, brother. We got a great. Uh, NFL season to look forward to. It's going to be amazing. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs once again. Congratulations, Super Bowl champions. It's Dog Pound Radio.